taking water out of the cup. There you go. I can have a little saucer in it. It'll taste, it'll taste weird though. Water always tastes weird if you drink out of a mug. It tastes exactly the same. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just a very clean mug. <laughs> Not that I'm saying anything about my own house or anything like that. Either way, welcome to Yelling at Concrete Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, for anyone listening, um, it's it's a bit weird in terms of visuals, at least. A little bit weird. A little bit weird. A little bit weird in a hotel room. It's improvisation. Yes. Yeah. But there's no way to do this without being in a hotel room unless no. I come to your house. Yeah. Yeah. We are Jenny Bay. Yeah. I was going to say Bay then. No, not Bay. No. no. What do I class you as? What? <laughs> Like, what would you describe yourself as? Oh, an artist. Okay. And getting into a curation. I'd like to be a curator. What kind of artist? Fine artist. Oh, what kind of artist? Fine artist. I guess I'm a fine artist now. Because okay. I'm doing my MA. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes me fine. Well, I've done, an, I've done a BA in photography and I wouldn't call myself a photographer. No. I think I'd just call myself an artist. Jesus, what is it? Yeah. I mean, I've seen you. That's how I know you, which is the first question which I ask people of how long have we known each other. Well, I don't know. I think I think about two years on Instagram. I don't know how I came across you, or did you come across me? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember. It's really weird. like the first interaction I remember was like I put on my story that I was in Hyde Park. Yes. And then you sent me a message that was like, where is this? It looks really nice. Yeah. And then I said... Because I'm geologically impaired and I don't know what Hyde Park is. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, it's Hyde Park. And then yeah. you were like, oh, nice. Okay. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't really know apart from that. And then I think like, I think I noticed, I noticed you popping up like when you were liking my stuff because it was like yelling at concrete. Yeah. And it was like quite amusing. Thank you. And, a, and actually, actually, when I was in Hyde Park, like I got a message, and I said to my friend Bradley, I went, I was like, oh, yelling at yelling at concrete's replied to my story because I think like that was when that stories were quite new, and I didn't yeah. know people would reply to them. Okay. And yeah. he was like, what yelling at concrete? And then he started yelling at the floor. Go, and then he found it really, really amusing. Your name was yelling at concrete, and then it's just sort of stuck in my head. Like, that that was your name, and then, yeah. I did think that I should rework the introduction to the podcast, which is just that, like, music sound at the start of the podcast to just a guy screaming. Yeah. But I don't know if that would be off-putting in the first minute of a podcast to just be shouted at. <laughs> it depends how loud it was, I guess. Oh, I, I, I'm the kind of troll who'd turn it all the way up. Like, okay. if this is at, like, a regular volume, yeah, I'm not, I'd, yeah. I'd crank it, like... To full ball. <laughs> so depending on what mood I was in, that yeah. would either really intrigue me and make me want to listen more, or it would like really annoy me and make me turn off. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just double checking that. I'm telling you, I'm paranoid about recording. Okay. I've done it twice now where it hasn't recorded. Oh, that would be annoying. And that's the most disturbing thing ever, that'd getting to it and it just doesn't work. Um, but was, was that with someone else? Yeah. I've, well, I've done it on solo podcasts. Yeah. Which is even worse because I just have to sit and repeat myself for half an hour. <laughs> and then with like a guest, at least I've got like... At least you've had a chat. Yeah, we've had <laughs> yeah. a chat. I've got like camera audio yeah. or stuff like that. But when it's just me, I'm like, cool. Guess I'll do that again for it, half Guess an I'll hour. just talk to myself. For, yeah. Yeah. 
Great. Because it's just me rambling. Yeah. But I think, so I think I found your work first, then. If, if I replied to your story, I think I found your work first. Because I think I, I saw your stuff with, like, uh, mannequins or... No, that's... No, spiders. 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 Spiders, yeah. No, I don't know. That's quite recent, the Is spider it? thing. Yeah. Because that's been in the zine. Yeah. Oh, maybe it, maybe it was further along. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was further. Time has passed. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to have been the last two years. Yeah. That we've known each other. Yeah. But this is the first time we've ever met. Yeah. In person. That's totally your fault. Why is that totally my fault? You're the one who lives in Essex. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listening, we're in London today, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, we're in London. We're being nice and posh. Yeah. I came for the weekend. But you don't live in London. Because I was all like, come to London, and yeah. my exhibition last year was like, come to London. I was in your exhibition last year. You were in was my exhibition, but you weren't <laughs> present. I sold work. Your Which work, is, your work met strange. me before yeah. I did. That's a better way to meet me. Okay, fair from enough. From my work, yeah. compared to everything else. Do you think your work is better, a better impression of you than you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think I'm a lot more positive in real life than my work. Okay. Like, I think I think a lot of my work, because I use it as, like, venting. Yeah. I think I think it, it probably comes across quite, like, miserable. And, yeah, like, it, I probably... It probably looks like I'm going to be in a bad mood when you meet me, but I'm probably not. Okay. Probably going to be quite, so yeah, positive. If, I mean, I, I know your work quite well. Yeah. But what would you say the main theme of your work is? Uh, me. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that? basically. Just Shit, me. <laughs> yeah. Just like... Because <sighs> I'd say you make a lot of work which deals with, like, medical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because like... that was, like, my, my one of my first introductions was your kind of, like, pill bottle stuff you were, you were exploring. Oh, like you did like in framed stuff. Okay. Good. I think at least that's my memory of it. Yeah, and, and so you're telling me this work, and I'm thinking, did I do that? Did really? You do that? Maybe. maybe, maybe it's someone else. I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, no, I did do medical stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was a light about my dad. Um, so that's one. Uh, that wasn't about me. Really. No. But it actually kind of was because it was about my feelings around it. So. Yeah. I know you like x-rays yeah x-rays and scans and things like that that's cool yeah I like things like that Mm. why the spider the spider yeah explain the spider okay so as a a piece explain the spider because then that'll help people understand oh that was because see I'm in this like collective called Arcan okay and they're like uh, so they uh, put on well, the, like the founder and curator Kate enters. She puts on um, exhibitions around, and it. So the collective used to be called What Is the Point? Okay. Um, and they used to have an annual exhibition called What Is the Point? Um, and we were all kind of expected to enter this like annual exhibition. Uh, so. I thought, what is the point? What is the point? And then I, I kind of interpreted that as like, what is the point of art? Okay. Right. So to me, I was like, okay, the point of art is like therapy. Yeah. Um, See that? Yeah. So I was like, okay, how can that? So then, then I was sort of brainstorming a little bit because I didn't really know what to do with this exhibition. And I was like Googling like art therapy and like 
And then I was looking at like Yeo Kusama's work and like Tracy Emin's done a lot of sort of like self-reflective art therapy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just Louise Bourgeois, who I've always really liked anyway. Mm-hmm. And I know that she did the spider as like a representation of her mother. Okay. So then I was looking at that and I was thinking like, well, I don't have a mum. So it's like I could sort of use a dead spider. Okay. And then, so, because whereas like Louise Bourgeois uses a spider as kind of like a really like protective figure and she mm. uses it as kind of like a, like a positive a reflection of her mum but I don't yeah. have that kind of relationship with mine so I was like I'll use a dead spider okay. and then I found a spider in like the communal hallway of my flat basically Okay. and I scanned it and then yeah and then I've just been using it in various I did wonder stuff. where you got a dead spider from yeah no I didn't kill it <laughs> <laughs> no I've never I've never killed did you not kill it no I feel like I could kill it from my really or, yeah. or what would you kill I think I, I could kill moths with my heart. Okay, We've been through this today. You yeah. have a weird, weird hatred of moths. And butterflies, yeah. And butterflies. Yeah, I could kill them. Anything with flaps. Yeah, not How anything. What about like bees and flies? Fine, yeah. Well, flies are just irritating. Flies are just annoying. But aren't birds just giant moths? Oh. <laughs> no, I, I don't know how I feel about bats. Okay. Because bats are like super cute. Really yeah. close up. But they're also terrifying at times. But then, I don't know, they're not too bad. Like, when I was in Yosemite, they would, like, fly past your head. Yeah. And, I'd be, you'd, like, you'd feel the wings flap past your face. And that, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. There's, like, an enclosure. Uh, I think it's Chester Zoo. Yeah. And it's a bat enclosure. Don't they just crap on you? Well, like, you, they, they could, because you just walk into this blacked-out room. Yeah. And there's, like, something like 200 bats. Oh, and you can hear them yeah. and you can't see anything and then you just occasionally feel like an exterior yeah I don't think I'd like that <laughs> I think maybe a couple is fine or yeah. if they're like because like we see them on YouTube and they're like super cute because yeah. I love rats and yeah bats are too different yeah. they can just fly their wings are weird though aren't they is it because they're like, like the tiny hands at the end of it no they're the cute bits okay it's yeah, but the, they've got it's like the velvety, yeah, like, like leather like, bit, which ooh, you're not a fan yeah, of. Yeah, like really thin leather. And it, have you seen that film Jeepers Creepers? Yeah, yeah, that that just yeah. Weird. What weird thing about Jeepers Creepers is his face. Yeah, and his songs, and yeah, but he's got like <laughs> he's like a big bat. Yeah, he yeah. wants to collect eyes. No, it's not that weird. I'm saying it's not that weird. But then, so the exhibition you did, which I participated in? Yeah. At Espacio. Is it Espacio? 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 Espacio. It's probably, it's it's, it's Spanish. It's probably like Espacio. But I'm not going to say it like that, because I'm not Spanish and it was that weird. Yeah, which was in in London. So yeah, I just call it Espacio. Some people call it Espacio. Did you have work in that? I did. Well, what did you have? So I had. As soon as I didn't make it down to see that. And <coughs> yeah. Oh, good. <sighs> so I had, um, I had a video. Okay. Which was like six images of Beachy Head. So I went to Beachy Head to like take some pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like a sort of project I was doing. 
for my degree that was like um, around like suicide destinations. Okay. Um, which is very cheery. You know, as you do. positive subject. Yep. Uh, but no, I've always found it quite fascinating, like yeah. how like how there's like certain places in the world that are like you know like Golden Gate Bridge and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Beachhead, and actually when I got there, someone had actually jumped that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was like initially I was like, oh my god, like what are the chances? This is really cool for my project. Yeah. And then so I did take some photos of like just like the private ambulance yeah. and them go because initially I thought it was actually a training exercise because mm. they were like abseiling down the cliff and I just thought oh they're doing like training like rescue yeah, training yeah. or something you don't assume yeah. automatically oh this is happening. Yeah. yeah and then a policeman came up to me and was like oh, why are you taking pictures and I was yeah. like oh, I'm just taking pictures for like a like uni project and he was like well someone's like someone's actually died and I was like oh no so obviously then I felt terrible about it um yeah. But yeah, and I didn't. I didn't end up using any of the pictures because, okay. like, I got home and I just felt it, like it was too voyeuristic. It was too. That's really interesting. Yeah, it was too horrible. And I actually looked up, you know, I looked up the incident and yeah. it, and it named the person okay. and there was a photo of him and I just thought, yeah, I'm not going to use this in my project. Like it felt, it felt like I was going to be using, using his tragedy for my yeah, my own. Like exploiting it. In yeah. Some way. Because so, that comes into question quite a lot when like you see people photographing homeless people. Yeah. And it's like, it's on some level, like, is it exploiting their misery for your profit? Yeah, it does. I mean, I suppose it depends what they're doing. If it's, I suppose, if it's for awareness. Yeah. Then I think it's like a really good idea. But like this comes up a lot in photography, yeah. especially like voyeurism and documentary and stuff like that. Like. Yeah, like the idea of expo- exploitation, and mm. you know, you, and are you going to make be making money off other people that yeah. that are vulnerable and stuff? So, yeah, I think it's a strange, like it, it gets into like kind of strange territory because in a way, I, like the way I think of it is that if it's in public domain, mm. it's it's free enterprise in the same way of like the media could take my image from the street. I mean, I've passed Google Street View car like four times on my trip during this journey yeah and I've been like so I'm going to appear on their website if they sell advertising on their website and it appears near my image then technically they're using me to sell advertising and we live in that kind of day and age where you just have to accept that yeah because there's no way to protect against I mean that's that. why they blur your face out though so yeah, they can't but you have like, to request get... it like it doesn't do that automatically really you have to go on and you have to find yourself and be like that. yeah I'm not comfortable with that because you can do it with your house as well you can okay. go on and you can request that your house be blurred. I thought, pe- I thought people were automatically blurred. I don't think they were. No. They're At least they're not in my area. Yeah. <laughs> Different laws like, across the country. I just like seeing dogs on dogs. Google View. Yeah. Maybe we should just do that. Yeah. Just like Photoshop dogs onto everyone's faces. Yeah. That could work. Well, that could work. That could work. Yeah. But it does make, like, so with your exhibitions, have you ever done exhibitions outside of London? Um, I was in an exhibition in where was it? St Albans. Yeah, which was about which is I don't know how to describe where it is. Oh my, geography is terrible. St Albans in Jersey. No, it was like where is St Albans? I don't know. Hertfordshire? No, I don't know. It's sort of Essexy way. Okay. It's it's probably further further south than 
me from your house, basically. So like, well, everything. So it'll be like, <laughs> so it'll be like, like so it'll be like Graham, Jenny, okay. Exhibition, okay. yeah. Right. So uh, base of the country. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that was, but that was just a group thing. Yeah. But no, I've never actually exhibited like properly. Like I've been in like a couple of group shows, but yeah. I think because I, if I'm in an exhibition, I like to go to the private view. Okay. And I'm not, and I also. Like, I'm not sure how much it would be worth me. Because I never, ever expect to sell any work. Right. So then I've got a factory in travel and things like that. So, yeah. and if you're paying, like, if you're paying, a, like, to enter an exhibition as well, you've got to factor all that in. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't really ventured outside of London. I probably should. Yeah. But. I think, I think with your work, it's, it's definitely got an appeal, which would, people outside of London would benefit from. Hmm. Because I think, especially, like, I mean, in my experience of our work has come from, obviously, like, places in the middle of, like, Leeds, Manchester, Liverpool, but then, like, loads of small towns. Mm-hmm. So if you if you bring something which is a bit more obscure, which your work is, because, you know, style-wise, it's quite bare mm-hmm. in terms of, like, how you present your work, which is quite distinct for people who are used to just, like, oh, landscape photographs. Yeah, and, yeah. And all those kinds of things. So I think it, it has that We have an exhibition coming up this year? Later this year. August. August. Yes. Did I see? Yeah, which you've now seen the Yeah. Place oh, we want to see the space. Wait, tell us about the space. Uh, so it's a crypt. Yeah. In underneath a church. It's an actual crypt. A crypt generally underneath a church? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. It did have a very Da Vinci Code vibe to it. Like. Or like a romantic vampire vibe. Okay. Well, it had like the four, but... like the four statues watching over as okay. we went in. And First of all, I've not seen off. Da Vinci Code. Okay. And I didn't get a vampire vibe, but sure. You don't get a vampire vibe. No. It's I, a I got a skeleton. I got statues. I got a very skeleton vibe. It's not a skeleton. You should put skeletons. Okay. Put skeletons. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So, but that is with a. Collective. A collective that I'm in called Fubar, which is myself and Abby and Jack, and we met in uni in 2010, which feels like forever ago. Nine years. Uh, yeah, because yeah. it goes fast. Um, did you form in 2010? Like, no, did you get together no, we formed in I think 2013, which would okay. have been the year I graduated and the year after they graduated. Okay. Because they were in the year like above me. Okay. Um, so yeah but we, we haven't done much together but we've always sort of um, you know like supported each other yeah. we did uh, the other art fair in 2015 but that was um, yeah I feel like our work was a bit maybe too alternative okay like it was a, well it was um, it, yeah like a lot of people said they liked our work but we didn't make any sales. Okay. So I think... Um, but but there was a lot of people selling, like... I think I think when people go to fairs, they tend to want wall art. Okay. Like, you know, they're looking... Like posters, prints, that kind of thing. Or do you mean more, like, no, aesthetically pleasing? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, exactly. Yeah. Aesthetically pleasing, yeah. A bit more commercial. Maybe, yeah. like, they're looking for things to put up in their homes. Or they're looking... To, to collect, yeah. But I think, 
yeah, I think it wasn't really for us. But I, I think, it, it, you know, art fairs are something I would try again, but I just don't... It's like, it's not something I can afford. Yeah. So... I think that's, like, in a way, like, the interesting thing about, like, find about, like, talking to different artists and how they approach their work. Mm. So, like, my point of view is, like, when I started doing products and whatnot, it was very much down a commercial line. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I, in uni I was very abstract did abstract film and all that kind of stuff came out of uni and was like I need to make money so yeah that gonna, is the issue I'm going to go into illustration yeah. I can do cute I can do sellable and I'll put as much concept into it as I can but at the same time I'm like it's an end product it needs to be sellable whereas like when I do an exhibition or think about an exhibition I'm not thinking sell mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm just going to foot the cost like mm. this, I'll, I'll pay for this. this is like, that yeah, yeah, that is how I feel about it. But when it is something like, like an art fair, yeah, that is because art fairs are sort of predominantly for selling, yeah, and getting your name out. Um, but I think, but but it was so expensive. Yeah, like yeah, I think we paid about three hundred pound each just really? just for the space, and That's then crazy. yeah. yeah. And then, on top of that, obviously you've got printing, framing, travel costs, yeah. all the you know the other costs that go into it. Um, so it all just all really added up. So I think, I think if it if it's um, if it was like my own exhibition, I would I would have the view that you have. Like like when I when I'm doing a project, mm-hmm. I tend not to limit myself financially. Yeah. I tend to go okay. Well, I'm just going to spend this because because I want to make it the best I can. Yeah. But when it's... But I can't do that all the time, obviously. Like, no. So, yeah. So what's the approach for this exhibition? Uh, so this one, we have paid for the space. Yeah. And we have done a call-out. So yeah, that's, that's another thing. You've got, like, an open call. Open call, yeah. yeah. So... Is that for any kind of work? Well... Or do you have a link? But the theme is FUBAR, which stands for Fucked Up Beyond All Recognition, and is the name of our collective, which I probably mentioned. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so the theme's quite general and open. We're just looking for kind of different alternative things. And yeah, we've kept it quite open initially because we couldn't really think of a theme, but, but we also wanted to give people, like an opportunity to just show basically yeah because I think I think I've struggled with um, I think the reason I'm trying to create a platform like with Atramental who I did what I did the exhibition last year through was because I struggled to find a platform for my work like whenever I see a call out it's like call out for this call out for that and I'm like oh I don't fit into any of this like even with creative you know even thinking creatively I can't shoehorn my work into this box like so yeah we're so foobar we were like oh let's just keep it general and see what see what we get really so yeah like just an all out yeah we didn't really want to have a theme and I think we have had a few submissions so far and some people have like kind of just submitted what they've got okay and other people have said this is foobar because blah 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 blah. So right. it's like people's different approaches and stuff. So yeah, I think we're just gonna pick something that's like we just want something to be quite interesting really. Yeah. I mean we saw the space today, it's quite a big space. It is a big space, yeah. yeah. 
and it's it's an interesting space as well. It is very. So we're hoping to have like installations and hopefully yeah. some like performance, interactive pieces, videos, stuff like that. So just stuff that's a bit different. Yeah. Don't know what I'm going to do for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. You got and you've got to do something for it. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is something like I was thinking about recently of kind of the work I make mm. and the stuff I do. And like obviously a lot of the time I put work into doing like magazine and whatnot and just kind yeah. of exploring that whole aspect of it and then thinking of like, I was looking at the store thinking, is this my work? Like, is this representational of what I do anymore? Mm. Because obviously when I started my store, there was one mindset and we had like moved on from that. Mm. I'm wondering whether I just need to gut that completely. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't I, I think I think try not to overthink it. I'm one of those people who like burns my own work though. Oh no, <laughs> no, you gotta keep stuff. Makes yeah. or make stuff out of the old work. That's yeah, what I I've do done. That. Yeah. Like I made a stencil recently which I just cut out a print which I'd made a while back. It was, it was thick paper and I needed thick paper at the time. So it worked. <laughs> I put my old uni sketchbooks in a blender yeah, and then made paper. That's a, that's a cool idea. So that was fun. And I, I was going to make like a newspaper zine thing with like the images from my sketchbook that I actually liked, but I never got around to it because I'm really good at starting new projects and just not finishing things. Like unless I've got a really tight deadline, I just okay. I just don't do anything. It's do you like, find you need like an end point? Like, yeah. Yeah. So my tutor keeps saying this like phrase, which actually really winds me up. And he, he says analysis to paralysis. Okay. He says that, that is me, and I'm like, first of all, how dare you? But <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but he's like, yeah. So he was, he keeps going. He says I get bogged down by concept. Okay. Which is another like strange. That's phrase. quite strange though, because I would have thought like. Like on a maths course, that's that would be the. Focus. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. But he's more like, no, just do. Just I'm do. like, I can't because I need to know why. I need a purpose. I need a. I need a reason to have this. Could you not make it and then apply something, or does that feel cheap? That feels cheating. No, because for me, like, I'm very much like a conceptual artist. Like I okay. will, I will have a concept and I will, kind of work to express the concept or whatever yeah but, yeah I'm not very good at just doing things for a second. like I wish I could be a bit more experimental like just okay. do like just do things because I want to do things or like just do things because they look pretty <laughs> or like they look aesthetically cool or whatever but but I'm like no what does this mean how can I add a light so yeah I guess I mean analysis to paralysis it sounds pretty I mean, I mean it sounds pretty wanky button. but I get what he's saying yeah basically I like I could procrastinate myself into a coma if I'm not careful. That is. I always find like the problem of making work, and then like, I'm terrible advertising my work because I can't explain my own work. Okay, yeah. Because well, I can explain it. It makes perfect sense to me, and the logic yeah. is there, and I know all the. Concepts. Yeah, but writing it down in like a really concise way is just really hard. And as soon as you start to explain it, it sounds yeah. dumb. And then you go around in circles, and yeah. you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that as well. But then at the same time, I'm, just, I'm one of those people who just does it anyway. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'll just explain it later. Like, yeah. I expect people not to understand it. That's that's how I approach things. You don't really enter like for exhibitions and stuff, do you? Like, no. Apart from mine, because I, I made you. Because <laughs> I made you. I mean, I think I kind of come up to the barrier, which is like, 
when I look at exhibitions and I look at like applications and stuff like that a lot of exhibitions now or which I see advertised mm. are like you say they're very specific in yeah. their, their point or their theme or too expensive yeah I mean it's the same, same with the zine like I've this year I've made like a, a concerted effort to do zine fairs Mm-hmm. But the amount of zine fairs I found, which were um, of like female only or like LGBT, uh, okay, yeah, because they're the yeah. most heavily advertised ones. So right. I had to work harder to find ones which Generic were ones. just zine, yeah. which were about the, the like that's the really itself. niche though, isn't it? I'm it surprised. Is. I'm surprised they can make a whole fest of do. just feminist zines. Yeah. But then, in a way, that's it, like it's interesting because it's like from one aspect of like, yeah, this is it's it's not great from my perspective. But yeah. at the same time, maybe that's kind of the point yeah, they're yeah. making. Oh is yeah, so create the platform. Yeah. In the other way around. But then I think if that if that was within a regular zine fest, yeah. then it would reach more people. That's my because idea, yeah. the kind of people that are going to a feminist zine fair fest. Yeah are already going to be interested in yeah. feminist scenes. It does seem a little like preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to put on yeah. people, you're not going to get anyone who would disagree or have their mind opened yeah. by but, reading. But it's also really good to like have that like specific yeah. platform. I think it's just it's interesting how it's advertised, comparative to like a, a standard zine fest. Mm. I've only and, ever seen like stuff on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. For Zine Fest, yeah. yeah. I, I go a lot of it on kind of like Reddit. Oh, like different, okay, different yeah, forum platforms. Yeah. Just because you can kind of delve into, especially in the US. Tumblr yeah. was quite big on zines. Like I when I did when I did a zine, I did the call out on Tumblr and okay. I got like more replies from Tumblr. I see. I abandoned Tumblr. Yeah, I'm not. A couple on, of years ago. I'm not on it anymore. Yeah. But. Yeah, I was on it brief, and I never—I was never really a big user of it because I didn't really get it. I was just like, "What? You just share other people's pictures and stuff." But Tumblr to me was always like it was a better format than Pinterest. Okay, like I right. can't stand Pinterest. Oh, I like Pinterest, but I don't like—I don't like Pinterest for one particular reason. I get so sucked into Pinterest. Google image search. If I search Google Images, yeah. it brings up an image from Pinterest. You have to sign in. That is I am not doing that. That is really annoying. <laughs> because chances are the images come from Google anyway. Yeah. Like yeah, that is really annoying. It's like a third party image mm. and then you repurposed it and now you want my contact details and I'm not giving you Yeah. I did try to use Pinterest for like exposure, like I did try and put okay. my work on it, but it's like practically impossible to get yeah. any like so but now I just use it for like uh if I'm if I'm doing a new exhibition, I, I use it as kind of a brainstorming platform. Okay. And ideas as well, like uh, if I'm doing curation, um, I use it for like, I don't know, if I want to build something or make something, I go on there and see ideas and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a whole folder on my computer of like just curation ideas like i'll go around exhibitions and i'll go oh that's a really good way of hanging yeah. something and i'll just take a picture of it so i've got like, a picture of like just like, like today there was that like, wooden yeah. baton with bulldog clips i've yeah. got a whole folder of that it's so nerdy if anyone else saw it they'd be like oh my god so yeah like how did you get into like curation then? was it just doing for your own stuff and then you kind of ran with that i was like this could be something i could do more yeah of. and i think maybe that I wasn't seeing the kind of exhibitions that I would be interested in okay. doing so or seeing. Frustration. 
Yeah. Sort of I mean, I've been to a lot of really boring exhibitions. Yeah. Um, I've been to many a bad exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> and. Part of many a bad exhibition. So I think last year I wanted to with the invisible exhibition that you're in I wanted to have that as a magazine launch okay and then that didn't happen because <laughs> oh, I stupidly thought oh I'll, I'll book a venue yeah and have like a group exhibition like yeah. do a call out and everything yeah. and whilst that's going on I will be producing the magazine again it comes down to needing a deadline yes uh, and then I didn't realise how much work it was going to be chasing up 40 odd people yeah like you, know. you had international artists and stuff like yeah like yeah it, to me like that's what got me like you guys seem to start quite small and then all of a sudden you you, kept, you were telling me like i've got people from other countries yeah. and i was like this is insane yeah it but. was crazy <laughs> yeah so yeah i think this year we're gonna stick with like uk based okay. just yeah i think you know we're not gonna have any it's easier if like people deliver their stuff than like have yeah. us posting it and stuff like that. But but yeah, I was like replying to emails all day and doing everything else. So it was a bit like it was a bit too much to get the magazine done as well. Yeah, it does pile on. Like, yeah, I've seen people put on uh, quite a few like open mics and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. even then it's like just arranging that amount of stuff. It is, yeah. Can get to you. Of, of Which, I don't so, think yeah. that's, I think that's why I never do curation. Like, I don't think I could deal with that amount of people. Yeah. I don't like... But now, like, we're going into the crypt. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. And just just having ideas of, like, how we can put staff and... Yeah. Because I like really interactive exhibitions. Okay. Um, I went to one recently for Year of the Pig. Year of the Pig. Yeah. Are we in Year of the Pig? Is, hmm? it, is this the year of the pig? This is the year of the pig, yeah. So I can't remember when. When was Chinese New Year? Like February? I think March? it was February. Something like that. I only February. seem to remember because I distinctly remember going out for like a meal for my brother's birthday, which okay. is in February, and we went to a Chinese place and they gave us free beer because it was Chinese New Year. Okay, so I'm going to go February. So I'm thinking yeah, it's February. Yeah. yeah. Or they just <laughs> gave it to you early for Chinese New Year. Maybe, Maybe yeah. they just liked it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but it was in like a. It was in London, just off Trafalgar Square, and it okay. was down a, in a multi-story car park, but like okay. the lower level. So it's like below. I was yeah. gonna say sea level. That's not the right. Below sea level. Below, <laughs> below, I mean, it could below ground level. So okay, yeah. you went down basically into this exhibition, yeah. and it was like it was really cool. Mm. It was loads of really different stuff and yeah. like installation stuff. And at one point, I dug through mud. To find a golden pig, so that was fun. I think I saw pictures from this. You possibly did. Yeah. I think I did. Was yeah. I think you showed <laughs> pictures from this, and I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but there's yeah. a lot of pigs. Yeah, and you could like put on pig masks yeah. and things like that. So, but yeah, I like exhibitions like that because I yeah. think I think I just get bored really easily. To be honest, well, I just get really bored. We've been kind of saying this because we were planning on doing like a Northland exhibition this year. Yeah. And trying to think like because I'm like you, like I hate open nights and exhibitions for open nights which are attend white walls pictures yeah. Yeah, wine yeah. have a yeah. drink stand around I mean I think and there's I a place that. for that if you're into like networking and or if like the work is strong and stuff but, but it just seems I don't yeah. know what the word is 
it's not pretentious. It's not even like pretentious anymore because it's just it's like self serving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very. I don't know. I, I think it's good for like art sales. Like if you if it's like an exhibition which is purely to sell work. Yeah. That's great because you can focus on the work. But if it's about the concept work, I feel like you have to go that extra edge. Yeah. You need to need something needs to involve the public in what they're seeing. Yeah. Well, I sort of think all the exhibitions I remember going to yeah. had an element of interaction. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's just more natural to remember what you've done rather than what you've seen. Yeah. Maybe. I like um, exhibitions where there's at least one installation. Because you'll usually remember that installation more than you will, just like a picture you've seen. Yeah. Because there's like a physical element. Do you think we need more? Because we're so used to being... Because it's such a visual generation. Or am I overthinking it? (laughs) No, I think that's an interesting point. Yeah. Because we we, we can scroll and we can see pictures all day, every day. But especially photographs as well. Like, if I see a photograph, it's got to be really spectacular for me to stop and look at it properly. And go, wow, that's a really great photo. Um, But, yeah. I think that raises a question, though, like... If we if we if we accept that as art you need like a visual physical element, mm. does that mean that there is no place for two D art anymore? No. You know, just connect with people. No, because then. Or does it have to be something exceptional? Are we like kind of like with the modern artists where they start doing like sculptures which weren't sculptures? Or things yeah. which were like, it's like, oh, we're not just carving out marble anymore. It's like, because yeah. we've already seen like a hundred marble statues. Yeah. So now we need something which is like a trapezoid. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I mean, different people like different things, don't they? Like, some people really like, like for example, my, my dad does not understand modern art in the slightest. Yeah. And his reference is always Tracy Emin's bed. Yeah. So, but, and then whenever I'm asking him for any help, like with my um with my work like one time i got him to drill holes in a piece of perspex so i could put syringes in it and he was like what why uh and then i tried to explain it and he was just like oh, okay and then, but then, <laughs> yeah so his idea of like an art would be like a really lovely realist painting yes which i can see the appeal i can see the talent involved in it yeah but I do sort of think, oh, I don't know, it's almost like, what's the point? And you could just have that as a photo. Or... I've had this discussion with my dad. So my dad's better realistic yeah. illustration painting than I am. Yeah. He's naturally good at it. He's the reason I learned even to do it. Mm. And we have this constant back and forth of art. And his idea is that art has to be visually pleasing right as well as conceptual okay so if you have something and you can't look at it for too long yeah he doesn't think it's a good piece of art okay even though like for like for myself i find a lot of good eyes out you can't look at for too long but that's very subjective uh, as well isn't it whereas he's like no it needs to be something it needs to be nice it needs to be you need to be able to look at it even if it's like interesting but you mm. have to be comfortable around it and i'm like no and that's okay. where i reach a barrier quite a lot with so he wants it to be like nice like yeah. aesthetically nice yeah I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be like pretty yeah but it has to be at some level where you'd be comfortable of just having it 
okay. on your wall okay. or yeah. in, in your house or yeah. in your gallery. I mean, I guess nobody wants something disturbing on their wall, but... <laughs> Maybe that's the trust. Like, because my, my, my thought of art and a discussion I had quite recently was to me, art has to poke. Like, it has to, in some way, interrupt the viewer. Yeah. Either, even in a positive way or a negative way. Well, there's that quote, isn't there, that I don't know who said it, but art should comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable or something. Okay. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. I don't know. Like Google it. That's a nice but, quote. But yeah. Yeah. Something. I feel like it just it needs to interrupt your day. Like even if it's like just that you remember it. Yeah. Or that you will sell her and go, I don't like that. Yeah. Which is why I find it like so I went to the Tate Modern whilst I was here and at least three people I work with hate Tate Modern. Right. Do not understand modern art. Do not want to understand modern art. Okay. Like I mean but I couldn't understand why. Because yeah, I can't yeah. Tate Modern, there's a Sainsbury's receipt mounted on a wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I'm like I can understand why someone would not like this yeah would not want to understand yeah, this yeah but at the same yeah. time I'm like it's amazing art because they remember it to the point where yeah. they will not go in that building yeah because they're like it's crap and I'm yeah. like yeah but it interrupted your day enough yeah that you remember it well again going back to Trace Hemmings bed yeah everyone was like oh what the hell is this it's yeah. just a bed blah, blah, blah. but then it i don't think a lot of people think about concept okay so like the concept behind that was like that she was in like a depressive episode and she yeah. didn't get out of bed and yeah. it was kind of a representation of that and i think it was so because she was the first one that did it yeah it became like a huge thing and now it's like now that is a lot of people when they think of modern art, they think of things like that. See, that's, to me, that's quite an old piece. Oh, yeah. It's like quite the, old, but like... something I was thinking of the other day, because like, the one before that was um, Armut and Duchamp and the toilet. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, that, yeah, for a lot yeah. of people, is modern art. Yeah. They're like, what the hell is the point of that? Yeah. And then you move on a little bit, and you've got Damien Hirst cutting things yeah. in half, and people it are like, It is, basically, is like, people are like, <laughs> people are like, modern art, uh, a urinal, an unmade bed... And half a shark in formaldehyde. Yeah. And the, to people, they're like, I don't get it. What is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but they don't think of, like, concepts and stuff. But, I mean, some things I do kind of think, oh, lazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't just pick up a urine and put that in a gallery and call it yours. Like, mm. but, but then that's... But then I think, you know what, that's clever, isn't it? Like, yeah. that's, that's jammy. I, that's jammy. <laughs> like... <that's... laughs> That's always the one which gets me is when it's where people say, "Oh, my child could have drawn that," or "I could yeah. have done that." In there's 10 a minutes. book called "There's yeah. a book called The Reason Your Child Couldn't Have Done This." Yeah, yeah. And I always like the idea of like it's like, "Oh, well, I could have made that," and it's like, "Yeah, but you did." But you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's really obvious. It's it's so easy to yeah. produce, but you didn't. They and they did, and they put it on a wall. Yeah. And that's what makes it good. And is part of the art selling it? That's a good question. You know, like um, hyping up the concept if you're and, and bigging up yourself yeah. to such an extent that you can get a urinal into a gallery. I mean, that's pretty impressive, isn't I, it? I miss the kind of the, the pomp and presentation which used to come with art. Right. So you think of art, you think of famous artists. Yeah. And you think of the pop culture artists and the people who people like. 
and it's Warhol, yeah, Dali, mm-hmm. and then you go into the old classics, and like those are like two names which pop out, and it's because they were icons visually as the person, as much as they were their work. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like it, it was that whole thing of like artists being rock stars. Yeah. And I kind of miss that. Like I would hate that if I met a person like that. I would hate them. Yeah. I'd be like, your ego is too big. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, but nobody else has taken an aardvark on a leash through central London. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, who did that? Darling. Like did it? Anti- oh. oh, I didn't know like that. On a little leash. Oh, and he's, like, he's on like a public subway. I want to put it in like, <laughs> a giant one. You know, no, it's like Warhol. We're just like, yeah, I'm just going to studio 54 and just hang out with supermodels. And yeah. It's like, like, as close as we have to that is like, the likes of like Banksy. But at the same time, who's still fairly trying to remain anonymous, yeah. despite the notoriety of it all, and you don't get that kind of in-your-face artist. Anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to think actually, like, like we don't have that. Yeah, people remember, like, even with Tracy Emin, like, she's been on things, and TV obviously and stuff had big. Although like Grayson, Grayson Perry is quite a big, like, yeah, he's been on QI. He I has. mean, you can't get much more I think he's, successful. He's the most notable <laughs> recent example, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of it fell to musicians. Like, I think they they took that kind of... Like, I mean, like, Lady Gaga would be the best influence, I could think, suddenly, mm. is where she's tried to blend concept and music. Because right. it's kind of acceptable yeah. for musicians to be these outspoken, or like Bowie, or anyone like that. It's Keep. acceptable for them to do that. Whereas you get a visual artist, mm. or even an installation artist, to come along and then suddenly be as flamboyant as their work is, people look at them and go... Yeah. Bit, bit egotistical, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose if you're comparing, like, musicians and artists, I suppose artists get a lot more flack. Like, yeah. I think if you don't really like a musician, you wouldn't really... I, th- I think that's interesting. No, yeah. That you can... Like, you can ignore a musician you don't like. Yeah. But you can't ignore an artist you don't like. Yeah. But then I guess that is the question. Like, with a music- musician, they're making a product. Yeah. So is your art only worth something if it's sellable? Or is it outside of that? Does it have to be something which you can't sell? Because mm. I always feel a bit cheap if I can sell work. <laughs> okay. But that's just me. Yeah. Well, see, I used I used to be quite... Um, and I did actually go down a road of, like, thinking, like, I think it's probably, like, a student thing as well. Like, as soon as you leave uni... You're like, how am I going to make money? Yeah. How am I going to make this work? And I think you can either go down the road of getting into like, like, um, like my friends have gone into teaching. Okay. So it's like they're teaching art, but they're also doing their art on the side. Yeah. Um, I did a year at Goldsmith studying art psychotherapy, thinking that that is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But it was like, a, but I thought I've got to be really involved in that if I do it. So. Yeah. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so I went down this route of like trying to think how I could make commercial work. Yeah, and then I, and then it just was like, oh, no, and I, I find it quite soul destroying when I see like some of the crap sells. Yeah, like I find it really disheartening. Like, and I think that you've, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there'll always be a market for pretty things, I guess, but. You sort of you sort of want to say yeah, but this means something. But yeah. you just got to understand that that you know eventually. I suppose eventually you'll find your market. Yeah. That, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna make money. 
<laughs> yeah. I think that's a good message. Yeah. That, you know, I, mean, I think from the artist I've met, you kind of, it is that cycle of you go through learning art as much as you do, coming out going, how can I make money from it? And then just kind of finally, you either accept it. Yeah. Or you give up. Yeah. You accept it and go, I'm going to make commercial stuff. I'm going to make commercial stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to sell whatever yeah. is selling. Or you accept it and go, I'm not going to make much money from this, but yeah. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Or you just stop making art. Yeah. And you go, I can't succeed selling commercially. So I'd I like, don't want to jeopardise my vision. I'd like a balance, yeah. but I don't know if that's there. You're not quite there yet. No. <laughs> no. I don't know where I am. I'm very much in the starving artist camp right now. I'm, okay. ve- I'm very much ploughing money into art and not getting anything back. I think... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of there. Yeah. I had a good discussion with a friend of mine, Dan, who writes... He's a novelist. Mm. And he's he's quite professional about it. He has, like, systems in place and he writes fiction and all this kind of stuff. And the way he described it is like, yeah, I think you're very much more... You just throw stuff in and you don't care if it makes money. And I'm like, yeah. I'd rather spend money to just make things. Mm. But the way I see it is that people will spend hundreds on going drinking. That's how I justify it. And I'll just spend money yeah. on making things which make me happy. Yeah. That's what that's what I say to people. So I'm like, well, well some people go fishing. Yeah. Some people collect stamps. Some people go out drinking. Some people smoke. Yeah. Go out clubbing. And I, we, we rent spaces for I, a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like make random things. and Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. I was in that hobby craft the other day. And then I bought these like little tiny white plastic dolls okay and some like glass vials with uh corks on top yeah i was like i have no idea what i want to do with these but i like them yeah and then in my head i was like i can justify it if i say it's for art and i'm just like what (laughs) i'm just like what other like career i say career yeah Yeah, what other career was like could you just justify buying random shit with yeah it's like this will be art eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad message to end on. You can bring it to an end. Yeah. <laughs> We've been, you know, it's been about an hour. Yeah. But thank you for coming. It's okay. Either way, how can people check out your work? Uh, website. Website. Or, no, Instagram. Instagram. J oh, oh. underscore B E yeah. A. Yeah. And how long is your uh, submissions open for? Until the 10th of June. 10th of June. Oh, this will go up. Yeah. So people can still submit to that. Yeah. If they want to. They can. Nice. Well, thank you for coming, Jen. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Bye. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> and we'll end up Ding. Bye.